What's up everybody? Uh, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time of day it is for you. It's a great time of day for us because we're here for the Woke Pastors podcast. Woo. Thank you for tuning in today. We've got a very special episode planned today with some special guests. Uh, but before we get to that, as always, uh, we're going to have some social media information. So Taylor, if you would, take it away with that. Absolutely. What's up everybody? So if you want to keep up with us here at the Woke Pastor podcast, a few different ways you can do that is you can check out our website, wokepastors.com. And you can see blog information, and that's where all our podcasts will be published for right now. Um, also, on Facebook, you can search us, search Woke Pastors, and like our page and see our different statuses and updates of what's going on there. We're on Instagram and Twitter as well. Search us at Woke Pastors. And for all your Woke Pastors swag, socks, mugs, all that uh, good stuff, search etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Woke Pastors. All right, guys, today we have a very special episode for you all. Uh, we're with some, some very cool and some very special guests, and I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Uh, my name is Randall Hardman. And I am Andrew Eberhardt. We are drinklings. Drinklings. <laughs> Coffee and mugs. Coffee and mugs, absolutely. So if you guys were confused about what woke pastors were, um, we're just going to go ahead and throw drinklings in the mix too and let you kind of wrestle with that and figure out what that means um, as well. But, uh, you know, so no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to let them explain and, and talk about um, kind of what drinklings is and what they do as a company. Mm. Yeah, we started drinklings in... 2016, the fall of 2016, um, <clears throat> and the name itself comes, actually, if you're familiar with C.S. Lewis and Tolkien, um, you'd be familiar probably with the Inklings, their little writing club that they had over in Oxford, and we're both Tolkien fans, Lewis fans, and I've always looked at the way that they actually shaped culture as just crazy innovative, and so what we're doing is unique, it's different, um, we're theologically based, uh, missionally based, but just wanting to do something that's different, something that's unique. Um, and so starting, we actually started it off in 2016 making coffee mugs, yes. little humorous little mugs um, yeah. with kind of an emphasis on theology, humor, stuff like that. And that ended up growing after three months into coffee roasting. Yeah. And so we started roasting there. And so Drinkling's coffee or drinkling mugs became drinkling's coffee and mugs yes and, uh, and yes. since then we, we needed to put some coffee in the mug <laughs> yeah it, just, it made sense and so that's kind of we've been we've been in business for over a year at this point and that's kind of the the backstory there yeah and it's been interesting to see how it's evolved from basically being in a wesleyan uh band small group band with Randy and a few of our other good friends for what it's close to five, four years four 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 and a half um and it just kind of came out of like well let's make some uh, ironic theologically oriented pun 
you know, filled mugs, you know, just for fun, you know, and, and we, we did that. And then now how it's evolved into, um, like a missional coffee and, uh, much, much more focused and, um, trying to uh, make it more of a, a mission, of what we're wanting to do as pastors, as social worker, um, and, and training, Yep. Um, but letting this be a part of our passion as well, coffee and mugs and, you know, I think that's. Yeah. I mean, I would say just to add on to that, like when Andrew and I got together to kind of start this, we, we didn't have the full intention of being a company. Um, we just wanted to do something small. Yeah. And yeah. so like a hobby. <laughs> yeah. Just like a side hobby thing. And just the way that it was well received. <clears throat> And people were enjoying our stuff, and people have since responded to the coffee very well, and all that sort of stuff. We've just, we've just been able to kind of look at this and say maybe this is an opportunity um, for us to do even just a small little part. You know, we're not trying to create this big, you know, competitor for any of these big roasters or anything. We just have a passion. Yeah. And as somebody who has, you know, I'm a social kind of entrepreneur sort of guy um, and worked on a number of fronts with small businesses, starting up a couple different organizations and that sort of stuff. Um, I care a lot about how businesses start um, and why businesses start. And so when we kind of looked at like, what, it, why are we even doing this? If we're going to move past the hobby stage of Drinklings and we're going to actually do something with it, what, what do we want that to be mm-hmm. about? And for us, you know, because our hearts are in ministry and our hearts mm-hmm. are in change and justice and mission and all that sort of stuff, we realized this is a good opportunity for us to just do our small little part in social mission. Yes. Um, and it's been incredible just the past year, the way that God has been able to use Drinklings um, through the first year of its existence and just being able to just give some money away. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a little bit. And my challenge with other small businesses is, you know, it's, it's hard, but start doing what you want to do how you want to do it, you yeah. know? And I, it, yeah. I remember Randy and I having that conversation saying, um, if we're going to be missional, it needs to be in our DNA from the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we need to make that something that's on the forefront and something, and almost something that we're always working to do more at, um, giving, a, giving more and, you know, being more intentionally, um, involved with, um, you know, crisis pregnancy centers or, um, you know, with a, a drug addiction recovery program or whatever, yeah. and not just financially, but like reaching out and, uh, staying in communication with, um, those people who are doing, um, the mission on the local front, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. people who, uh, don't get the support, you know, from, you know, big time. They're just like small hometown people doing yeah. really good work. And um, that is what, you know, one, that we think about that whenever we're roasting coffee um, and uh, making mugs and thinking about uh, the ways that um, if we can make this uh, be successful, um, just a little bit, you know, more if as we just be faithful to it and God allows it to be more successful is more the way that I'm thinking uh, we're able to actually help more yeah. um, and not just financially, but being able to have a wider spread network. Um, the more people we know, the more people we've uh, collaborated with or whatever, the more people we can point back towards, you know, like I'm, I have a buddy from South Sudan 
um, and uh, I'm currently on his board for his ministry. And oh, wow, um, mm. Drinklings, we just <clears throat> talked about it, and we're wanting to help out with that, and yeah. you know, help out with. Um, and we never, we never thought that that was going to happen when we first started. No, no, not well, at all. <laughs> like yeah. we were just trying to be funny. Like he's holding, a, <laughs> he's holding our Pope Pope Francis mug, um, and sipping coffee out of it. I've got my Harry Potter mug, and you know, like like we just wanted to have fun and be funny because um, that's kind of who we are. Yeah. But yeah. when you get when you get past all that with us, you get to these really deep. Um, Randy's a really deep thinker and really. Um, uh, has a heart for social justice that I haven't seen in you know any of my other friends. Um, he's got a really so like that's that's in the DNA of Drinklings is is what that is. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's awesome. So one of the things that Matt and I have kind of been talking about in our, our previous podcast is is uh, looking at the church with a new perspective, mm-hmm. kind of looking at mission with a new perspective, mm-hmm. um, and how, you know, Matt talked about, uh, a lady asked him one time how he survived youth group and then managed to stay in the church and become a pastor, and he said, I didn't <laughs> go to youth group. <laughs> I yeah. wasn't in youth group. That's how <laughs> I wasn't I in church or anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so how, would you all talk a little bit more about the the challenge and the struggle, I guess, uh, of of being people of faith in kind of a, a secular realm, you know, mm-hmm. in the world of the marketplace. Yeah, because I think like a lot of people have this perspective of ministry and you know just religion and faith in general that it's something that is done at church, and mm-hmm. if it's done beyond the church, it's something that's done by like pastors and missionaries and things like that. Right. And so like for you know people out there who are um, other business leaders, entrepreneurs, like how how can they incorporate their faith in where do the lines place? touch? Yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, how does that how does that work for you guys? How do you approach that? Well, I mean, here's how I approach it. I used to be a meth dealer, <laughs> and I used to sell meth. I used to sell meth, and now I'm selling coffee. Yeah. Um, because because right. because change one drug for another. Yeah, because the Lord uh, redeemed my life, right? Um, and so that's how they touch. No, I mean, the same kinds of, uh, honestly, the same kinds of business mentality that I learned on the streets um, apply um, in the real world. Mm-hmm. And then being a believer and having the Lord and his spirit constantly, uh, you know, talking to me and, and convicting me and, and pushing me and leading me, um, I think um, he's used he's used all of that uh, crazy worldly uh, wisdom um, and has, has made it available to me for in this process um, in so many different ways. But And Randy's got tons of experience of his own. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think one of the things that attracted Andrew and I to do this together, um, because I feel like I try and choose my business partners wisely. <laughs> uh, I remember God chose like me. I, <laughs> There's a whole story behind that. Nothing is cool, but... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've kind of... Brendan Manning's Ragamuffin Gospel is, I feel like I've always kind of claimed it as my manifesto. Um, I'm a ragamuffin kind of guy. Um, I've just always walked that line and just felt that line between, you know, religion as a social system and, and true faith and had to have had to navigate that my entire life with different difficulties. I'm somebody who's not... I'm, faith doesn't come easily to me. Um, doubt does come easily to me. Struggle does come easily to me. Um, I tend to see like 
what's not there rather than what is sometimes. And so my relationship with God has always been very much of we're going to wrestle, you know, me and God are going to wrestle over this stuff. And some days I love them and some days I hate them. And, you know, when starting this, like I know Andrew has walked as much of a difficult journey as I have throughout his life. And so, you know, I think that that's a lot of the world though. And when you look at religion as purely a social system, um, and it has its boundaries, it has its you know doctrines and dogmas and rules and stuff like that, and it has its own set of language and stuff. There's a whole significant part of the world that just doesn't attach to that, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it doesn't it doesn't find it doesn't right. connect to it. Yeah. And like I've learned to look at that as I struggle in my connection with that as well. Yeah. And maybe that's intentional that God has let me walk this particular journey in which faith is hard. Yeah. Because this is how he wants me to do ministry, you know. Wow. And and, yeah. and and you're hitting right on <laughs> right on the head of the nail right there, man. When I um when I reflect about the the nature of the church and having come from such a really dark, crazy place in the world into the church and really the Holy Spirit opening my eyes and seeing and then I come in and I see just how much of the world is was in the church and and, and, it, and it bothered me and it frustrated me um, I think that I, I I can understand why mm-hmm. so much of the world gets frustrated with the church. But on the other end, being a believer and being a pastor and being someone who loves all of these things, I can see why these things are so valuable, but they're just presented in a way that is so ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that we both talk about constantly in, in our group and in Drinklings as a business is how can we bridge that gap in a way that's genuine? Yeah. And not contrived and 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 you know stuffy. Yeah, and I think um, I think yeah. business is an awesome opportunity for Christians who feel yes. that like yes. they're walking between the church and the world. Business offers a really good way to to build some of those bridges yes. um, because it's not a church sign that says you know if you want to find God enter here. Yeah, you yeah. know it is you you can. You know, God's going to show up wherever. Yes, and that's yeah. why I I love. Uh, uh, this is the exact reason why I love the monastic. I'm just going to get on right. my little spiel just for a second <laughs> because it's work in prayer, right. work yeah. in prayer, and you f- and 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 you find God as much in your work as you do in prayer. Right. Wow. It's yeah. both yeah. and and mm. so much of uh, the church in in America has just overly spiritualized everything and has forgotten to work right. in mm. all of its aspects. Um, we separate them out. Yeah. You have your work week and then you go to church on Sunday or yeah. maybe even Wednesday night. But this is this is bifurcated over here and this is over here and like they've got a bridge back yeah. and that's how we're going to win people uh, into the kingdom not by um, you know making it attractive and we've already seen the attraction model fail mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so you know how are we going to do that and I think going back to what's worked over the course of church history is you see little pockets of, of beauty of kingdom and it's usually around these little monks and these 
you know, like where they're actually living the gospel mm-hmm. in yeah. relation to people. They're brewing beer. They're yeah, brewing coffee yeah, they're, or they're something brewing, like that. Or the, the Celtic monks, they 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 uh, brewed mead and they had wives. And oh, monks had wives. You know, you know what well, they did in <laughs> Ireland. You know, <laughs> and families and stuff. So um, it's almost like recapturing for me. Uh, this is a monastic work for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The work that I put in is a prayer, right. and the prayer that I pray is my work. And I even have, you know, uh, Lex Rondi, Lex Credendi, the, the the law of prayers, the law of belief, um, wow. tattooed on my arm because it, it's that important to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think we're kind of like a missional monastic coffee roasting. Yeah, I mean, I we're not. We're not a. <laughs> I mean, when people ask us, you know, what kind of roaster are you? You know, I say missional. I don't lead with Christian roaster because yeah. I don't want to say there's there's Christian businesses and non Christian businesses because again, that bifurcates it. It separates. Mm-hmm. You know your yeah. your religious stuff from everything else, yeah, and yeah, for us, it's the like people are the church, mission. You know, mission like, is the world; yeah. it's the whole world. You know, um, and I think just Drinklings offered us a really great opportunity to say, let's do business in a different way. We're not aiming to be a quote unquote, you know, I'm doing the airmarks yeah, yeah. Christian roaster, but if your values decide what you do and how you do yes. it, then for us, that's going to bleed through. You know. Um, and so we're going to support that, you know. So absolutely. I think that might answer the other yeah. question. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Will you all expand just a minute on what exactly, you know, your mission in Drinklings is and kind of how you fulfill that? Yeah, so we um, we started initially, like Andrew was saying, just with looking around at, like, local entities and saying, you know, there's lots of boots-on-the-ground sort of organizations that, they're the ones who really need a lot of support. If you're talking about an addiction recovery house or you're talking about a crisis pregnancy center or whatnot, like there's boots on the ground organizations that need support. Um, And we started our business with that mission to say, how can we help these how can we help these businesses through what we're doing? How can I mean, we help it, these It these was leading agencies? It was leading how we were roasting coffee. Like we had blends specifically for each of the, you know, things and we learned a lot through that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we gave through our first year a dollar away per every mug. Every mug and every mug. Yeah, wow. every mug and and any bag of coffee that was dedicated to toward that, it to, to a specific organization. Yeah. And it was awesome because in that course we were able to support um, a care net pregnancy center, refuge for women, which is a human trafficking, post human trafficking and exploitation organization in Lexington, Nashville, yeah. um, a couple other places, and an addiction recovery house. And we were able to give over a thousand dollars away in the course of the year for it. Yeah. Um, wow. We actually just went back and kind of revamped our Mid- our mission statement, statement and the way that we go about it. Um, partly because we realized that wasn't a sustainable model of giving away, which that's, that's again, an area where, you know, your mission and your business, mm-hmm. how can you, how can you do more? So yeah, we like shifted your, your, from, your missional dream and, and the missional reality start meeting and you're like, wow, we're, you know, we, we dreamed big and yeah. we had this, you know, we 
but you learn. Yeah. You learn along the way. I mean, you stumble along just like you do in the walk of life, you know, yeah. the, the walk of business. You just stumble along and figure things out, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. I think we went back to the question of how can we how can we do more? And for a business, I mean, people get really excited sometimes about social entrepreneurship businesses and they say, you know, we want to give it all yeah. the way. And yeah, like it, Tom, and that's, Tom's, you know, everyone loved the Tom's, which is great. They did, you know, give away free pair of shoes every time you buy one kind yeah. of thing, you know. Yeah, and if you can set up a sustainable business model that works, we just went yeah. back and looked at, okay, we were really glad about how we did it, yeah. um, but we just shifted that around instead of being... 10% essentially a dollar per mug or a dollar per bag of coffee. We just shifted that to 5% because that way we can reach out more. Um, we can, you know, do better coffee. We can do better marketing, that yeah. sort of stuff. So it's like by doing 5% instead of 10%, we're actually able to broaden our reach rather yeah. than, you know, limit ourselves by, by that. But our mission is still, you know, we want to, we want to just support um, yeah. different programs different agencies different um needs you know not just locally we've actually gone from a local view to a kind of a global view yeah because i'm on the board for africa sunrise yeah communities. africa sunrise and then projects with world mission where you know we want to have metrics and stuff like that where we can say we actually helped these people get this yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah. with with africa sunrise communities there's a need for girls um, in South Sudan who want to go to school, they don't go to school because they're embarrassed because they don't have the hygiene products that they need. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, well, that's very simple for us to just give yeah. and do that. Yeah. Send backpacks full of uh, feminine <clears throat> hygiene products and all the yeah. whatever that they need and help these girls feel confident to go to school. Like, that's legit. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, at <laughs> the end period. Um, so I'm happy that we're, we're able to do that. And I was happy that we were able to do the dollar per mug, but it was like we had specific blends going for specific ministries, and we had like three blends, three different ministries, and it was like the the logistical trying to go back and figure out you know how many bags and how many mugs and whatever. It was a nightmare. So we had we had to we we learned. And, yeah, we and, learned. And so we're really really happy about the the missional aspect of that. I think at the heart of uh, and that that's more the practical uh, logistical side of our uh, missional value. I think just at the heart for me, um, just seeing um, the kingdom, the light of the kingdom, come mm -hmm. into dark places, mm -hmm. like it did for for me in my life, and just the very small part that I can play. Um, giving the work of my hands to this and this being able to help is is enough uh, missional value for me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, um, which you know, we're not we're not we're not making the buku butts here. <laughs> uh, we're we're doing this because it's our passion and yeah. our and our heart and uh, they're you know. And it's sustainable, so um, we're doing. I think we're doing a really good job. I'm really proud of what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I think one of the things that has struck me um, about you guys, but as as we've gotten to learn more about your business and about who you guys are, um, is that one of the things that you all were talking about was how you didn't seek to be a company in competition, yeah. but like a company that partners. And right. I think that is yeah. is so different um, than what you see in, in normal businesses. Yeah, Randy's the one that, that really wrestled through that and helped me see that. Um, 
Yeah, I I hate competition. Like I I loathe it. <laughs> um, and I think it might just take maybe it's a personality thing, but I've worked in organizations before in which competition is the way you go about it. Um, and I, you know, I look at that and I'm like, that's not, that's not the kingdom. I mean, that's America, right? And I'm yeah. glad to be no, no, that's, in America. That's America. <laughs> I'm glad to be, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, an, Amer- I'm an American, right? And, <laughs> but, but when I look at it, I'm like, you know what? The church is not supposed to be American. It is supposed to be we share everything in common, you know, that acts kind of church. And I see marketing, sales, you know, all this sort of stuff, competition. Your church has got more people than my church and, you know, your your agency. You know, I used to work in the publishing world um, for a number of years. And, gosh, there's so many books that are written that I'm like, Mm. you don't need to have that book written. Just refer people to the book that C.S. Lewis wrote because he wrote most of them that people need to read and that's yeah. it like if C.S. Lewis said it don't say it ten other ways because your publishing house or your ministry or yeah. whatever yeah. wants to because there's just so much that's out there and there's so many different organizations that are doing it and I'm just like we need to get beyond this the dollar sign of it all um, mm, Yeah, we need to find partners we need to cooperate. We need to get beyond the how is this going to benefit me and is it going to benefit me more than it benefits you, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And I'm just, I get frustrated with it, um, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. I have to repent of my <clears throat> frustration, uh, frustration over it. Those others. <laughs> but we're just huge on partnerships. I mean, we're not, we're not trying to get anything out yeah. of our giving. Um, we want to obviously be able to take care of our families and, and that sort of thing, but... Ultimately, we're not trying to say our our way of it is better than yours. So we're gonna we're gonna try and yeah. go against. Mm. Yeah, and I think I've, I I I resonate with Randy because I, I'm just gonna admit I was the worst drug dealer on the face of planet Earth. <laughs> he hasn't sold me a single drug in all these years <laughs> I've known him. <laughs> when I was when I was in that world, um, it was mostly because I was just broken and sad, and, you know. And didn't know how to deal with that, but I was I was wanting to um, gain people's approval, and so I ended up uh, having all this money and basically just giving it all away, um, mm-hmm. and 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 supporting people like I was doing mission. I had a house full of drug addicts that I was paying the rent and supplying them drugs and feeding them. And we lived in like a drug communal. <laughs> it was weird. Um, um, and, and so many of the other, um, you know, people I knew who were in the higher up realms of drug dealing, they were just, they would dog eat dog. They would let you, I know people who were shot behind, you know, gas stations and stuff. Yeah. And I hear, and I had um, the, uh, one of the largest meth dealers who was a direct connection to the Mexican mafia in Atlanta. I hope this doesn't reach Mexican mafia ears in Atlanta. <laughs> uh, I won't say names, but he looked at me and he said, you don't belong here. You don't belong in this world. Um, and that that's always stuck with me um, because even though I was running as far away from God as I could, um, 
the person he created me to be never left me. Wow. And and so I'm so glad. I'm so glad that having my life redeemed, I'm able to do something like this where um, who he created me to be is done in a redeemed way. Instead of, you know, a way that was leading towards death. So, I mean, if you go back to the first story in Scripture and the second story in Scripture and all throughout Scripture, I mean... There's an us versus them theme that goes mm. all the way through. I mean, Adam and Eve <laughs> saying it's her fault, you know, yeah. and she's saying it's the snake's fault. And then Cain and Abel, you know, well, it's me versus my brother. And it's just the way that it seeps into the entire world. It shouldn't seep into the church. The but it gets it gets stamped. It gets stamped, the, and it's like, oh, this is okay. It's okay to be a a pastor who envies another pastor, and then whatever. Like, or you trash talk other people or other businesses in, in ministry or whatever. You know, they're the yeah. bad ones. We're the good ones. They're the wrong ones. We're the right ones. Yeah. And I mean, I'm a United Methodist, but like, golly, saying you know uh, the jokes that you hear about you know Calvinists and whatever, like. Yeah, they're funny, but you know, at the heart of it, there's some there's some evil that's lurking in the hearts of the people who are making those jokes. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm much more yeah. ecumenical than I ever thought I was. I'm a whole lot more, um, a whole lot less evangelical than I ever thought I was. Um, much more, kind of an orthodox, ecumenical, yeah. Wesleyan, if that's even possible. <laughs> yeah. Is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> Don't let that get back to the bishop. <laughs> he might be okay with it, though. He's kind of cool. Yeah, he's pretty chill. Yeah, he's, he's a super chill dude. <laughs> I've met him twice now, and I'm like, oh, it's cool. Um, no, competition is... It's it's not... Oh, what is... Oh, gosh. Um, dissension is of the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. Paul says. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and how much of that creeps into the heart of so many people in the church and ministers, particularly leaders. And we don't need that. Mm-hmm. We don't need that. And those are like what we're doing here, this is what we need. We need, we need to, and oh, that was that, going, we're going full circle all the way back to the very beginning of Drinklings. And it all started over the best conversations are had over what? Coffee. coffee, coffee, absolutely right. And that's where that's where it was. Well, let's make some cool coffee mugs that get people talking about oh, Calvin and Arminius, you know, or Harry Potter. Heck, you know, we talked about <laughs> Harry Potter when you yep. first came in, and that was kind of the idea. And then it just evolved into we love coffee too, so yep. let's roast it. And we got blessed by an actual coffee roaster who moved away. Yep. Um, yeah, and I mean, like you said, with coffee, it brings people together, and that's. Yeah. That's the again bridging what we do with what the what mission is. Mission should be bringing people together into conversation, mm-hmm. into into unity, into working together. Um, and coffee has always been a, a catalyst for that. You know, you can take two people that don't even know each other, and you can put them in a coffee shop on a blind date and give them a cup of coffee, and they'll find something in unison together. Yeah, you know, find something to talk about. And two different if nothing more than just this is really good coffee, and they go, mm, yeah, and they just enjoy the moment <laughs> together. <you Yeah>. Know? <laughs> so for us, a lot of this is, you know, even coffee is a symbol of of just our hearts, you know, and it's the heavenly being. <laughs> <laughs> coffee actually, um, it was illegal actually during 
uh, for actually several centuries, and it was a, it was a pope. I can't remember which pope it was that basically said, "You know what? This stuff is so good. We're gonna bless uh, it. We're gonna bless it and make it legal, and <laughs> yeah. the whole world should drink it." Yeah. And it's so a, it's, it's become a sac- holy blessed. Basically, became a sacrament again, and that's <laughs> the reason yeah. we have coffee is because of uh, uh, of a pope of a pope who that's popery who, I can get behind. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. I agree with that papal decision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think we called it in like our first podcast, like the fourth, the fourth sacrament. Yeah, that, yeah. I think yeah, so. We need to make a mug. Absolutely. Or, no, third sacrament. The third sacrament. I said fourth. Yeah, where's the third one? He's got an extra one. Don't let the bishop know. Or don't let Shelly know that she's the one that's in charge, right? That's funny. Well, I've I've really I've enjoyed this talk, man. Yeah, yeah thank you guys so yeah, much thanks. for sitting down with us and showing us around. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This has been awesome. Really appreciate appreciate you guys taking the time to yeah. show us around and yeah. talk to us. Um, Anytime, bro. We look for partners and stuff like that. So, I mean, if any of your listeners um, work at coffee shops or connected with coffee shops or grocery yeah. stores or that sort of thing, I mean, we're we're we've just moved into our our newer commercial roaster here about four months ago and so that's just we did that so we could expand yeah we're in the next level of coffee roasting for sure we're getting into some grocery <coughs> stores stores and, and things and like that and so yeah, just to throw that out there a lot yeah, more a lot more a lot more work for these monkish hands in that, ours. <laughs> in that non-competitive zone you know partnerships <coughs> and that sort of stuff the more that we can establish those partnerships and get out there the more that we know that we'll be able to turn back around and give more towards the missional what you know things that we are like we're talking about sending medicine down to you know impoverished countries soccer balls for kids you know and and haiti you know these sorts of things and it's just our way of of doing this as a coffee ministry um it's our way of doing it as just two smucks who you know just trying to (laughs) get by and do something that's right that they love sometimes Um, i feel like mr magoo like i'm just like this blind old man (laughs) running around and bumping into stuff and oh and still things end up turning out all right for me in the end it's just a mr magoo life for me you know The Hobbit Monk Life. The Hobbit Monk Life. <laughs> and I'm like, can you imagine? That's great. I'm going to make a graphic like that. It's going to be Mr. Magoo done Hobbit. You yeah, know, like, and, that's and, and I have like Absolutely. a monk room. You just, yeah. you just did it for me, man. I was looking for a logo for my Hobbit Monk you know, branding, is. and you just you just helped me out. It's all about partnerships. It, that, yeah. Well, pastors, man, all, all day, every day, man. Yeah, well, pastors. See, you just woke that up in me. You're such a woke pastor, bro. <laughs> I love it. awakened today. It's yep, awakened. Exactly. Awake, oh, sleeper. <laughs> so, oh, this is cool. I'm man. feeling that. I've never like, done I'm one of these before. Uh, oh, you're, you're you're as in as any of them, bro. So, he's CS Brewers. He just won't own it yet. <laughs> one day, the brews of all kinds. <laughs> so, we need to. We need to hang out some more guys in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we know you guys, you know, have stuff you need to get to. But uh, before we close, um, if anybody's listening that wants to uh, get a hold of some of your coffee or mugs or yes. what have you, where can they, where can they do that? Um, our website is www.drinklings.coffee. 
um, D-R-I-N-K-L-I-N-G-S. Uh, dot, dot coffee. <laughs> I know, it's cool. We actually have a dot coffee. That is pretty wicked. Yeah. That's not awesome. going to lie. So check us out there. Yeah, we you do. can find us on Facebook, too, and all the, you know, just Drinklings Coffee and Mugs uh, on Facebook, and we're also on Instagram, so... Yep. We'll try to throw we up some links too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll try to put those. And when we and uh, you can YouTube. you can search around our page. We have old older blogs that we've done that are really good. Yep. Um, um, kind of hidden on the page in a different yeah. tab. But yeah, just explore around and you order coffee from us. We'll make it fresh and send it to you. Uh, we'll you know roast it that day that you order it and we'll send it to you and it'll be there in two days and this is fresh coffees you're gonna get. Yeah. So we can actually do a promo code yeah. for a ten percent off or something for you guys. So we'll give you guys the woke pastors, woke pastors, woke pastors, in ten percent off. Just put in the code woke there pastors. You Can't beat that. Ten percent off. It. There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. So you heard it here. Woke pastors gets you ten percent off some uh, some woke juice. Some woke juice. <laughs> yeah, that's better because in Atlanta we had crunk juice. We had crunk juice. Now we have woke juice. Woke. Woke. <laughs> I'm a gangster from Atlanta. I can't help myself. <laughs> uh, we're going to make a rap song now. We need to. We woke. Yeah. Woke. You guys have to have a rap song. You have a rapper friend, you said. Yeah. Right? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You we'll need a woke master. Yeah. You this, just whoop, whoop. Yep. You know, yeah. It's coming soon. You heard yes. it here. Yeah, there you Dumbest go. This mixtape of 2018. <laughs> it's going to be called Woke Juice. Woke Juice! <laughs> Hashtag Drake Legs. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, but hey, before we uh, wrap up, uh, Matt, would you like to close us in prayer? Yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's have a prayer for Drinklings and the stuff they're doing. Absolutely. And, uh, yes, um, yeah, let's pray. Sure. Father, I just thank you so much uh, for these new friends uh, that we got to make today and uh, uh, just this great conversation that we've gotten to have about um, your kingdom and the ways that you're moving and working um, in their lives and uh, through their ministry and through their business, God. And I just pray a special blessing on them as they continue uh, as they continue to work their monkish hands, God, and mm. um, as they continue to uh, to seek to serve you in a very missional way and seek to serve um, not just their community here but all across the world, God, uh, reaching people with your love and your grace and your mercy. I pray mm. a special blessing on them. Um, I pray your Spirit will continue to move through them, Lord. Um, God, once again, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for these conversations and these connections and collaborations that we're able um, to make, God. And I think the big takeaway um, for me today, Lord, is just um, not to worry about competition, not to worry about being better than the other, but just working Mm -hmm. together um, for the common good, God. I pray that uh, not just for us who are here, but for all those who are listening, God, that we would uh, set aside competition and set aside... um, any kind of uh, uh, greed or jealousy we might have and that um, we would come together around um, the cross of Christ mm-hmm. and the blood of Christ and uh, uh, work together for the common good and for your kingdom. Yes, Lord. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Amen. brothers. Amen. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you again for tuning in to the Woke Pastors podcast live here at the Drinklings Coffee, uh, coffee studio, coffee house, coffee, coffee place, you know, the coffee, the woke juice headquarters, (laughs) Drinklings Coffee. Um, as always, you can check us out on wokepastors.com. You can like our page on Facebook, the Woke Pastors page. 
Instagram and Twitter at Woke Pastors. Our shop is Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Woke Pastors. But also today, since we're here with our good friends Andrew and Randy from Drinklings, we want to give you guys some information um, how to stay in touch with them, how to get some of their awesome products. Um, so the website for them is drinklings.coffee, and if you use the promo code WOKEPASTERS, you'll get 10% off whatever you order there. Coffee mugs, coffee subscriptions, you know, just total legitness and wokeness, everything they're, everything they're slinging over there. So be sure to check that out. Um, you can also look them up on Instagram. They've got the Drinklings Coffee page. You can also find Andrew on Instagram. Um, he's the Hobbit Monk, so look for the Hobbit Monk. Um, on Instagram as well. Um, But with that, I don't think we have anything else for you guys. Thanks as always for tuning in. If you have topics or um, questions that you'd like us to deal with in the future, be sure to drop us a line on one of our social media links or uh, just talk to us if you know us, you know, however you want to get in touch. Um, And as always, stay woke, everybody. Stay awakened. Stay woke. Woke juice.